Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Welcome back. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Sam Acho joining us in studio right now. Good morning, Sam. I don't, morning, know if I, I don't know if I can trust you in that suit, man. You're like a, you're like a cricket politician or – Dirty Deacon, right? A uh, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. I, Acho and Acho. Yeah, I need, I need the bright colors, man. I don't know. I can't trust you. Now, <laughs> I almost, I almost went with the pink today, but I said, you know what? Come Let on, me just pinky. throw them off. Let me throw Come them on, off. Pinky. I really oh, did. Well, Sam, I, I, we, we talked about this yesterday, and and it's 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 become a topic in the league, as you know. Again, you you being an executive with the NFLPA, and, and I know we like want to have fun, but. This is not a fun topic, so we'll have fun in a little bit. But I want to read you a tweet from Chris Mortensen. He said the league has uh, says it's proposed mandatory vaccinations, uh, the NFLPA uh, for to, to the NFLPA for a while, and would like to impose a mandate tomorrow if there was an agreement. That doesn't seem to have momentum with the union, as you know. Buffalo, it's being talked about a lot there. The Titans have gone through a lot. Nine players, the head coach, their quarterback issues there the season is fast approaching COVID is becoming a topic again but now instead of it being like last year where everybody was susceptible now it's the vaccinated and unvaccinated debate and the league wants to have mandatory vaccinations how does the union feel about it? how do you feel about it and where do we go from here awesome yeah well yeah so I'm uh, the vice president of the NFL Player Association so I'm in these meetings right we've been having these meetings and a month ago uh, and it's funny I actually talked with uh, Morton Chris yesterday uh, a little bit about this. A month ago, uh, the union, the players, right, proposed mandatory testing every day, right? Right now, they were like, okay, we'll test you every 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 week, every every two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, every now yesterday they just said, okay, well, we can do every week. Now that's for that's all, for all that's players. for all players, not just because vaccinated, Regardless, unvaccinated, you have to get tested. Yes, if you're not, yeah, if you're not vaccinated, you're getting tested. I believe it's every day. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you are if you are vaccinated, you're getting tested once every two weeks. And then recently, as of yesterday, the conversation was, OK, well, the NFL said maybe we can go to once every week. The players have been saying, hey, the Delta variant, even players who are vaccinated are testing positive. There are these breakthrough cases. Mm-hmm. So we believe there should be testing every single day. And the NFL, though, they talk about health and safety a lot. They haven't agreed to it of this year, e- even last year. When it, when it was like the height of the pandemic, the players were saying, hey, we need to be tested every single day. When, the, when there was no talk of a vaccine and still the NFL was saying, well, no, we're not going to test you every day. Why would a league that cares so much about health and safety not want to test you every day? Well, it costs money to yeah, test exactly, people exactly. every day. Gotcha. And so, for, so like, I, I, I love – like, process I process that every day. Exactly. So, I love the like, – I'm, I'm glad to be on here, especially in my role as, like, current – because I'm still the – I'm still yes. the vice president. I'm still executive committee for the NFL Player Association. So I'm still in these meetings to be able to provide some perspective because it's easy for the NFL to come and say, well, we want mandatory vaccines. Well, how about we start with everyday testing, no matter who you are, because there are these breakthrough cases that like we saw in Tennessee. Uh, Mike Vrabel is vaccinated. We all know that. You can't coach in the NFL. The NFL mandated vaccines for coaches, for staff. If you want to come back in the building, you got to be vaccinated. So these staff and coaches are vaccinated, yet there are still breakthrough cases. So I think from the, from the player's perspective, from the union's perspective, there should be mandatory testing every single day. If you can't go there, as it, if the NFL can't do that, 
then how can you come and say there should be mandatory vaccines? Because of, because of the price, and we understand yeah. that it goes to bioreference. It have to be processed. That's a lot of money. So uh, to be to play devil's advocate, then I'm sure that the NFL would say, okay, well that that slush fund that y'all have as a player union, the money that you collect from the player dues, how about you guys split the bill fifty fifty? Then let's see what you guys say on the flip side. Well, even better. So that's great. So people talk about like benefits, right? Player benefits, whether it's like you know uh, uh, your Gene Upshaw account, yeah, your like Gene, pull, yeah. pull it out if you. Right. Want to make sure you're safe, then you got to pay for some of it too. Because is it really fair for the NFL to have to play for everybody plus everybody that works inside of the building? Right, but they're not though, because even what the agreement was. So, like once again, so we had meetings when COVID started, uh, eighteen however many months yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. There were meetings between players and ownership, right, it's saying, okay, what are we going to do? Revenues are going to be down. Fans won't be in the stands. What mm-hmm. should we do? And so the players actually agreed at that moment to take a pay cut to cut the salary cap. Like, almost in half. I mean, like, by a third or so, right? I can get the exact numbers. But to cut the salary cap, that means you're getting paid less. Yep. So, so we're saying, okay, we're going to take the brunt of, of the, the, the payment, but you got to work with us with health and safety. You have to. You have to. Even if it costs you money. Because yeah. we're taking the benefit not only when it comes to salary, but also when it comes to benefits, like all those benefits, whether it's tuition reimbursement or it's uh, your health care. I know y'all going to school in the pandemic anyway, though. Man, I went back. I used the tuition reimbursement and got my MBA when I was playing. Like, people use it. No, I got my degree, too, but I'm yeah. talking about during the pandemic, wasn't nobody going. So that's, that's a zero-sum game because there wasn't nobody going to school. No, no, I mean, people you – know, well, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I think, the, the, like, the point is that – you got to hear both sides of the story. One, you know, Alan's, um, Alan Seals, right? Alan Seals, one of the doctors, but even more so, uh, like Chris Mortensen, he's, he meets with the NFL, right? They have these weekly meetings where the NFL says, hey, this is kind of what we got going on. But no one's talking to the NFL players, players and the Players Association, the people who represent them, and say, hey, this is what we want. So I just want to make sure it's known, like we said earlier, number one. But number two, the players have bore the brunt even when it comes to benefits, because a lot of the benefits that the players usually get, we're not getting until 2024 because we know there's going to be a drop-off from from uh, salary when it comes to COVID. Yeah. It's great to have you here. As you said, it's perfect to have you here today basically because of your your role in this with the union. So it's perfect to get your perspective. And that's Sam Acho giving us a straight talk, by the way, straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. So let's let, let's go a little further with this because it's it's now becoming – something that I feel like can become, we talked about this yesterday, an issue within some locker rooms, within some teams, and Buffalo being one of them, as we know, as we talked about that letter yesterday, Isaiah McKenzie put public to everyone, including his email address, by the way, so that everybody could see what was happening, what the league was saying to him about the mask mandate, and then Cole Beasley also chiming in on it. So here's Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, and this is why like, you feel like on, on the field, the Bills look like a formidable team. But is this something that could affect them off the field? He talks about the, the Bills, and let's start with this. Let me frame it this way. First, it's Brandon Bean figures he's a GM of the Bills. He figured the Bills are one of the four teams that a Washington Post report said uh, are under the 89% vaccinated threshold. Bean thinks it's his team is one of them. And Sean McDermott also addressed the low vaccine numbers for the Bills. When the numbers are the numbers, some people are, are in a better position potentially than we are at this point, just looking at the, on the surface, the numbers. That being said, again, I go back to the personal decision on this thing, and I respect our players' positions. In my personal opinion, uh, it's right to get vaccinated. So it's his personal opinion versus, of course, what he respects is you have the right to make your own decision. 
But the more we, we heard owners talking, Jerry Jones, John Mara, now we hear a coach talking about it. The GM is saying, yeah, we're probably one of these four teams. You know, this feels like something that could eventually bubble into an eruption. Yeah, my pushback on that would be, and it could, right? You've heard Jerry Jones. We heard Jerry Jones talk. You know, we heard, we've heard from Brandon Bean earlier in, the, or earlier in the year when he said, hey, man, if a player's not vaccinated, I might just cut him. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, hold on, right? Yeah. So we heard, we've heard this talk. But the NFL is a performance-based business. And I understand availability is the best ability or maybe one of the best abilities. But at the end of the day, the NFL is a performance-based business. So if you're a high performer, if you're Cole Beasley, if you're Isaiah McKenzie, who if people who know the Bills, and I, like I know this because I, I was in Buffalo for a little bit, so I know Isaiah. Like I know Isaiah, and I, and I watched – you know, not scouted, but watch the team. If you're a high performer like Cole Beasley or Isaiah McKenzie, um, you're not going to get cut because of this, right? We'll work with it. We'll work with it. We'll work with it. We'll work with it. Uh, But but that's no matter whether it's about a vaccine or anything. But I don't think it's that. See, Sam, when I I asked Bart this, I don't think it's from there where a GM will say, well, I'm going to cut you. I think it's in the room. I think it could disrupt Between the, the players. Room, because it's Absolutely. Like, like, we don't have yeah. you, or we've got to go through these now protocols because of you. Like, that, I think, can become a point of contention. Absolutely. No, that definitely can. And Bart's over here nodding his head because there are some teams where it's like, if you, like, you're, you're, you're hurting our chances. Yeah. But once again, I just, because to, to kind of just show the other side, Mike Vrabel, vaccinated. He's out. A lot of those Tennessee Titans yeah, staff. But, all he has but, he's back, but he's back. He don't have to stay it's out just for two days. Weeks. It's just two days. Right, two days, it's two, much two negative tests, yeah. and he's well, back. Right. Like so, if you if you get if you get but, if but you that's tag, because if you test on Monday, yep. you can be back by Wednesday. Right. You can play practice Friday, Whereas Saturday. Cam is five days. Right. But let's say you test on Friday. That, right. Mean, so I'm saying. So I'm but, saying but, like there's still and let's say let's say you do get let's say there's a break. I'm like without getting too deep into the the weeds. Let's say there is a breakthrough case and you were vaccinated and you still miss time. I just want to make sure we don't. But I can have patience with that. Right, but how? Because it's availability. No, no. I'm saying I can have patience with that as your teammate because you did everything that you could do to prevent yourself from being unavailable. And it's not even about that. It's about okay if you've been reckless, right? If you if if they find that you was on a date or you had one of your jump offs come over, she got you sick, you got me sick, then now we got a real problem. Absolutely, but what? Yeah, you already know certain people don't really rock. Like people always assume, oh, everybody on the team. No, no. Some people don't rock with people anyway. Some people one incident from knocking somebody or smacking the hell out of somebody anyway. So, so if that happens and you got me and you cost me a game check because the game is canceled. Man, I, we, we was all laughing about Le- Levi uh, what Brown and Levi Jones when Joey Porter kicked his ass at a, at a casino table. If I'm a player from an opposing team and I make $40 million and it cost me $2 million because the game was canceled and I see you in the streets, oh, we got to – I need a check, bro. That's kind of where I was going. I'm going to need that stimulus right. package. This got heated. <laughs> Let's now have that fun that we were just talking about. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin coming to you live from Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase, Allen Holland, Bart Scott, Sam Acho. So Sam's going to stick around with us, and we're going to have we're going to play a game because we need to do that. Take the pressure That's off. why he wore the politician suit. Take he your p- politics. <laughs> he, knew what he, he knew what today was about. He looked at a politician at, suit at, at all. Man, in a black man community. It's a lawyer suit. That, that, I'm trying to battle right. uh, Larry. What's the lawyer? Sam will tell you who will have more wins, Mac. Or Cam, we're going to play a game like that. Coming up next, KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. The beginning of the season, oh, man, I want to be in that moment. This is one of them things we say, man, I wish I had that right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is Marty Smith, and I'm ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Dallas Cowboys are ready. This is Matthew Berry. The Syracuse Orange are ready. This is Alan Hahn. I'm ready. 
football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's play a little Take Your Pick. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Sam Acho with you. KJZ presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, or more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Which quarterback will have more wins, right, guys? That's how we're going to do it, and I'm going to give you uh, quarterbacks that are related in different ways. Some are teammates, some are former teammates, all right? Let's go with Mac Jones or Cam Newton. Which quarterback this season will have more wins? Oh, Cam. Cam. <laughs> oh, Cam. Is that baritone again? That was, yeah, you're trying to good, sound though. like Barry White in up there. <laughs> the vibration, you're going to – Crack a window. Well, it's going to be Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's going to start the season. Like I told you But yesterday. is he going to finish the season? No, I don't think uh, – yeah, Well, that's why the question is asked. Listen. I got we, you struggling. That's we, all we, I needed. I needed I'm, that I'm, hesitation. I'm going to go Cam. Because remember, remember yesterday I sat up here and I told him that the practice was a joke. Yeah. And then I was reports that he struggled yesterday. Hey, listen, man. He struggled. Yeah, there was a couple of drops. He had one time he was picked by – I mean, you know, come on. He had just one pick six. He got sacked seven times. Blast the music in the kid's ear. Give him a break. (laughs) He burped the baby 75 times. You can be real brave on seven on seven. Facts. (laughs) All right, right, you're both going with Cam. Fair enough. Now you know how the game is played. Let's do it again. How about take your pick? Which quarterback will have more wins, Jimmy G or Trey Lance? No, man, it's not even close. Jimmy G. Jimmy G's playing for his NFL future. I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Like, you can talk about the strong arm and athleticism. But, listen, at this point, like, experience matters. And if this is a team that's trying to go to the Super Bowl, they need somebody that can have experience. Listen, this is a Super Bowl-ready team. The job of the quarterback is to make one or two plays a game that helps you, you know, put your team in the best position to win. Right. Listen, you can't have a rookie out there being reckless. Everybody want to talk about his, his arm and a long throw across the path. Let's talk about that completion percentage. <laughs> okay, I'm with you, but for just different reasons. Like, I think Jimmy G, I think Jimmy G, just because uh, 75% like per, win percentage. Yeah, like when he's in there, he wins. When he's healthy, he wins. I think oh, he's going whoa, 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 to. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, I whoa, think. Did you, no, no, you prefaced that with something very, very important. When he's 
healthy. And I think he's going to be healthy. Healthy okay. enough to win there this competition. It's to a, have It's a money year. But it's that, funny how guys stay healthy when they know anybody get cut and they need to play. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to stay along the Speaking same from lines. experience. Take oh, your absolutely. pick. Which quarterback will have more wins? Well, Justin Fields one. or Andy Dalton? <laughs> it's going to be Justin Fields, man. QB1 is only going to be for QB September. Like, he, he ain't going to last. He's going to make it out September. As they see the season slip away at some point, the veteran's going to say, listen, man, if we're going to be losing games, I'd rather lose with the future of this organization. Let's infuse some, in, in some energy, some electricity into the stadium, and, 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 and Pace and, and Nagy's going to try and save their jobs by selling hope in the future. Yeah, it'll be Justin Fields. It's going to be close, though. It's not going to be by a landslide, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Andy Dalton's going to win early. He's going to follow that defense, follow the run game. He's going to win early. I think there's going to be a change about halfway through the season. Okay. Uh, and I'm including, if I can, I know we're not doing this. I'm include postseason because Justin Fields is going to win some postseason games this year. They're some. going to the postseason? Yeah, they're going some. to the postseason. Yeah, yeah. You see that defense? Fart. Well, you tell Harrison Smith that. You see that defense? You tell Harrison Smith that. Okay. All right, let's change it up then. Let's, let's change it up. We won't go with teammates Stop. here. Let's change it up. What? So take your pick. Which quarterback will have more wins, Tua or Jalen Hurts? Why? Why you didn't say his last name? Why you didn't start there? Why you? Never mind. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with Tua Tagovailoa. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go with him because I think that his team is. Listen, I'll, listen. If you look at what Flores has done and built down there as far as draft capital, equity, he's made some great moves and going out and get Waddle to pair with Parker. Like they, they are loaded. All Fuller they after to, six weeks will be available to you too, right? Say it again. Wouldn't Fuller be also part of that? Yeah, absolutely. After Will Fuller, weeks, yeah, though? after he paid yeah. a suspension for taking that um, Mountain Dew he took last year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, so I'm going with Tua Tungo Vailoa. Okay. Uh, Tungo Vailoa. So you say Tung <coughs> first, O Vailoa. I said Tungo Vailoa. You about to get a letter from a guy. Send <laughs> <laughs> a letter to me, I'm going to send one back. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Jalen Hurts. What letters are going to be? Yeah, what are you, you going to say? What are you going to say your letter? No, no. Bart, when Bart sends a letter, it's just a letter. It's actually one letter. Consider, hey, congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. I can think of two, Bart. Uh, I'm, I'm going I'm going Jalen Hurts. We saw last year with Tua, there was ups and there were there were downs. There were ups and there were downs. There who, were. Who the hell are they going to? Ain't no fight Ryan Fitz Magic back there. Who are they going to? Uh, name no, name Jacobi, that backup quarterback. Jacoby Brissett. Man, get out of here. We ain't, we ain't, and we, we know Jacoby Brissett is a, young, is a young quarterback as well who, is, then he who just can get, win. Did he just get fired twice? They paid him, fired him, and fired him again. The same guy we're talking about he got in front of him has been benched and started and benched So you're going Jalen Hurts yeah. I'm going Jalen Hurts. I don't, think, I, don't think gonna, I don't think either of them are going to have a significant number of wins. <laughs> but I think – What? Okay. Yeah, I don't think my – Bro, I don't This think, is one of the hottest teams last year, man. And they didn't make the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, one of the hottest teams, but you selling us – you just got but, harder. But, but you selling us on, on Chicago. You're such a homer, man. I'm not a homer. Let me guess. Miami, one of the teams you didn't play for. <laughs> I, you're right. That's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. Which quarterback will have more wins in New York? Is it Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson? This ain't even close, man. Junior Whopper, man. Danny Dimes gonna win, man. Listen, this is he's a candidate for out for breakout player of the year. Listen, this team you has a solid so defense. On Daniel Jones, it's amazing. Listen, and I'm a homer. You front this whole New York thing, New York. Well, New York. going against the Jets. It was New one. York versus that. How am I a homer? I'm going against a team I didn't play for. I'm not you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying this. No matter what, when I go over to the Jets facility, my code gonna work regardless. <laughs> You're not you know getting kicked out of the league. No, 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 no. I know me and Woody Wood down like four flats. But I'm telling you, like, it's, listen, Daniel Jones, if you look at his numbers from last year, are very similar 
to, to, to Josh Allen, right? You talk about his athleticism. You talk about the RPOs. He's more athletic than people give him credit for. He's the one that went 21 miles an hour faster than Lamar Action Jackson. Listen, he just has he to fail, though. He just has to. Listen, the team was a failure. And listen, when you, can, when you can't burp the baby sometimes because you're getting hit in the back of the head because your left tackle's a turn stop, then, of course, everybody looks mediocre when they don't have protection. But now you look at the weapons. Galladay, he has his Stephon Dix. He has Saquon Barkley, who's on a contract year. Watch how he has the greatest year ever. Listen, he ain't coming out the game either. He's trying to get $15 million like McCaffrey. So, he listen, he's going to give you his best effort. You got Sterling Shepard. They got a bunch of weapons. And this is a very, very well-coached team. This might, listen, Joe Judge might be the only successful Bill Belichick protege. Oh, that's like three or four hot takes all in one. Yeah, I know. I was, like, so, I was like, that's all bold statements. I agree with you for all the bold statements you just made outside of the Joe Judge piece. I, for me, the jury, I, I, I need to see it. Well, I want to see it. You didn't see it last year? He came over, he took control, and that team played well. Listen, there were one Nate Sutfeld you know, uh, appearance from right. being, a, uh, being a playoff team. We have team more Giants talking and, and, and all that stuff coming up later on in the show, so right. save it for then. Let's continue with the game. Take your pick. Which quarterback will have more wins? How about number one picks, Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray this year? That's easy. That's easy for me. Cooking, 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 Baker, 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 Baker. All right, so we're moving on? No, Kyler Murray, what are you talking about? Are you serious? <laughs> the air raid is going to take over now, baby. Listen, they went out and got, listen, Rodney Hudson, Hall of Fame can, can, center. You're, you're, Rodney Hudson, Hall of Fame center. Bart needs to be drug tested. Today. What are you? Listen, you this dude. No, hold on. We were talking about who are we talking about in the MVP you don't think conversation? The Browns, you don't no. think the Browns who, are what? going to win man, games? Come on, man. Listen, no, hell no. See that now? This is bias. Well, no, that this is AFC North bias. Stop, stop, stop me when the, stop me when the Cleveland Browns have ever lived up to expectations. Even when they was coming off the eleven and five Derek Anderson season last, with Braylon efforts. When have they last what? year? Mm. No, last year they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last okay, congratulations. Year. On the oh, road. All right, bro. All right. All right. On the, at okay. Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, They've okay. never done that. Clip this. Clip this. Kyler Murray was a MVP candidate. You give him A.J. Green. You give him J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, uh, Buda Baker. You, you're talking about, like, Rodney Isaiah Hudson, Simmons. Isaiah David Simmons. Collins. Right. What the hell are you talking about, they man? They have a talented roster. Oh, so now you agree with no, me a little I'm bit. No, I'm not. No, not a little bit. They have a talented who do you, roster. Okay, it's going to come down to the quarterback. Bingo. Who's more dynamic? Baker Mayfield, who they're telling not to crash the car, or Kyler Murray, who in his first but year. But that's not what I asked couple, you. Who's going to have more wins is what I asked you. Baker Mayfield will not. Kyler Murray. I'm, I didn't stutter. Kyler Murray. They were eight what? Eight and what? You don't think you don't think you don't think AJ Green and JJ oh. Watt is worse? When you worth say they were eight two? and what, I think that's an easy answer. Plus two. Well, they changed the state games this year, so it might what, be JJ JJ Watt and, and Chandler Jones coming back ain't worth plus two. It still it still puts Baker ahead. Last oh, okay. year they had okay. Watch the Steelers. You know, humble Cleveland. They are gonna have payback on their mind. Watch the Baltimore Ravens. Humble Cleveland. All right, let's continue here. Humble. Who will have more wins? Take your pick. <laughs> let's go to L.A. Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford. Let Sam go this time. Took no. all the air out of the room, man. Yeah, I will go <laughs> Matthew Stafford, though I'm super high on Justin Herbert. Matthew Stafford. So the L.A. Rams, number one defense last year. We know they won't be as good as they were last year because of a new defensive coordinator, but I think they'll be in the top seven, top mm-hmm. six, top seven defensively. Offensively, you have a quarterback now in Matthew Stafford who can out-coach and outplay bad coaching. Let's say there's a bad play call. Let's say there's a missed assignment, whatever. Matthew Stafford has the ability to make it right and to make it work. And so I'm going L.A. Rams over Justin Herbert. But it'll be close. Okay. 
Clark. To, to quote old school, that was perfect. <laughs> okay. Last but not least, which quarterback will have more wins? Take your pick. Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes. Mahomes, 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 Mahomes. Mahomes. And now you're me. All right, while Bart's giving you a dirty look, no. listen to Aaron Rodgers yesterday talking about the season ahead for the Packers. Look, I think we all know what's at stake, and, and I talked about that a little bit today about perspective and how important uh, that perspective is to focus on this season and, and enjoy. So we're just going to enjoy this season. It's it's title town. Hmm. It's uh, championship or disappointment. Is- and that's why the, that, but that's why the answer is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, now all jokes aside, more thir- wins. Yeah, thirteen and three the last couple of years, right? Yeah, and he has the weaker division. I think people are sleeping on how good Denver's going to be. Defense, and I yeah. think they're sleeping at the fact that Kansas City for some reason can't beat Oakland. Right? You know, Oakland's like, it is funny well, I'm sorry, the, the, the Raiders are five and one against them, so you can put at least one loss up there. And listen, I think that you know this much improved, you know Herbert. Um, led Charger team. So I think maybe, listen, it, listen, for, for Kansas City, it's not about the regular season. They're trying to stay healthy. They're trying to do what they need to do to try and win a Super Bowl because that's how they're measured now. They're in their window. And that was fun. Wasn't that fun? I'm exhausted. You're exhausted? Cut me you guys didn't like some of them, and then you started <laughs> arguing on some of them. That was good. Well done. That was enjoyable. And, yes, Green Bay, title town, according to Aaron Rodgers. All right. What is Chicago, especially in year four for Matt Nagy, now that he's finally confident, he's got an offense that's going to click. We'll discuss after Sports Center. Keyshawn J. Will's Uber presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hom, Bart Scott with you this morning. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. As we mentioned earlier, Deion Sanders said, there are three to five teams that can win the Super Bowl. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, so how many Super Bowl contenders do you believe there are? Rich just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper feed, and he said Bucks, Rams, Bills, and Steelers. And that's four. And he said those four. Why those four have defense? Defense, of course, wins championships. But it's flawed, though. How can he say Steelers and not say Ravens in the same division? Look, Continue. That's that's what we're saying. I mean, yeah, it's much, the more, Steelers, than, it's much more than that, man. Would you consider the Steelers a Super Bowl? Listen, I, listen, I do think people are slipping on Ben. And listen, one thing I don't, one person I don't doubt is Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season. So if you never had a losing season, you should be in the playoffs. And if you can get in the playoffs, we've seen from the uh, 2012, uh, look at the Ravens that can't win in as a wild card. Look at the uh, A.A. Ryan went in as a wild card and won the championship. And everybody knows about Eli. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we understand it now, like, unlike most sports if you get in as a wild card, you get in a tournament, anything can happen. You can get hot, and all you have to do is win four games to get there. And remember, there's another, there's a whole other round of wild card teams, too. There's one yeah. more, you know, you're adding that. That's absurd. It's absurd well. because you're not supposed to see who's coming. You know what I mean? Nobody normally sees who's coming. Like, we thought that Tampa would be there, but then when we saw them play, we didn't think they were going to get there. Yeah, it wasn't until later in the season where they started to click. After the it bye took, week. Yeah, it took them that long to do it. Once they got to the playoffs, though, and they were tested a little bit early, but obviously. You know, again, I still think the Packers could have won that game if they gave Aaron Rodgers one more down. Or better receivers. Well, that too. Okay, but meanwhile, in Chicago, a team that has a defense that – now, you don't believe they're going to be a playoff team, right? I know Sam does. I think, I think they're right on the, on the outside. Think you, I think they're on the outside looking in because, listen, when you think about the – look at the NFC West. They could get three teams in. 
Like so, yeah. So you talk, they definitely gonna get two in, right? So you look at some of the other divisions in which they're gonna, you know, be able to do that. I think that maybe Chicago could get left out because it's gonna be other divisions that's able to get multiple teams in, right? We know that some, for some reason the NFC East is gonna get one. Somebody's gonna have to win that division, yeah. no matter what you believe in it. And the NFC West is the best division, maybe most competitive division in all of football. Yeah, it's definitely. So they're gonna win their out of conference games. I think power ranking wise, I'd say NFC West is certainly the best. But in the North, you do have the Bears, and they have a defense that would be good enough to get there. It's the offense that has taken so long to get there. Matt Nagy's been there, and that's been his job to get the offense untracked since he was hired. And uh, he he had an interview uh, in the Chicago Sun Times. And he said this, uh, when I first got here, I explained to everybody that this offense, it takes a few years to get going. I feel like we're at that spot right now. We've got some guys that have been on this team for two, three, four years, and they know, how they, they know the offense as well as I do. And when you have that and you have a guy like Andy, meaning Dalton, and these quarterbacks that come in and understand it, that's where it gives me confidence. Now, here's what we're wondering. You keep changing the quarterback. Remember last year they got Nick Foles because, oh, well, he'll understand the offense. Right. Mitch Trubisky clearly wasn't the guy they thought could get it, even though you know he was their, supposed to be their quarterback of the future. Nagy was brought in to make him that guy. Right. Now it's Andy Dalton. Well, he's QB1. He'll get it. Then they trade up for Justin Fields. So, like, yeah, it's, you could be there for four years and you could have other pieces, but it's the most important yeah. piece is the quarterback. Not oxymoron, right? You said contradictory. Right? Yes. So he's made a contradictory statement because the problem is you need consistency and you need that quarterback position, right? And they're, if they're saying Andy Dalton is that quarterback, but we know that he doesn't have the talent. You need the talent and the know-how of the nuance of the of the of the system to be able to you know correctly get into the right play, understand what certain package can be against certain sets, certain defenses. Like that takes time. And I just don't know if the, Andy it, Dalton has been in that look, system. He could have been in a similar system. He hasn't been in Matt Nagy's system. Yeah, but he, he believes that he's that type of quarterback. But I still what did say, Tom, What did the best quarterback of all time say last year? That he didn't feel comfortable within the offense into the second half. It took him a minute. So right. if it takes that time for that team to get in it, it could be over with. Green Bay could be a run, run away with the division. But by you then. know the saying, it's not about the X's and O's, it's about the pros and Joes. Yeah, exactly. And who, what and, pros and Joes do they have well, on the offensive line? Never mind that. Exactly where I was going. You, if, when you have issues on your offensive line, everybody can get the offense. But the whole playbook won't be available to you. And Andy Dalton isn't. So there's pressure on Nagy this year because they keep changing the quarterback, which is the most important essential part and, of any offense. And he can say that you're installing. And he can say I inherited Mitchell Trubisky, but he brought in Nick Foles. That was a, his his thing. So like now he has two quarterbacks that he's brought in. So he can't say I didn't have somebody that I felt could, that would that fit my system because he's done it twice. Now and Justin Fields will start the Bears' preseason game, the last preseason yeah, game. Yeah, uh, he's expected to play the first half against the Titans tomorrow night. Uh, Bears-Titans is just one of the preseason games we're watching on the final weekend of the NFL preseason, of course, as we'll see how Justin Fields performs. In this weekend preview, brought to you by the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. Earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. It does look like he's going to be the guy, though. Andy Dalton will be the guy week one. That's what they've said. He's the starter. But it feels like, though, that is tenuous at best, right? Would you say QB September? Yeah, he's, he's QB <laughs> September, right? He says to make sure to see if Andy Dalton can, can kind of exceed expectations. If he can get – listen, and that's why sometimes, like, it's so important. That's why these inter, interleague scrimmages are so important because you want to get your team off to a fast start. Like, you, you don't – you're not afforded the uh, same luxury that Bill Belichick is to treat the first four games. like. And Bill Belichick can't cheat the four games – 
like the preseason anymore because now he has the Bills in their division that is, isn't a team that's going to falter or going to be around 500. They could get out to a fast start, and the, and, and the Patriots can't afford to, to come yeah, up. They to used a to take start. advantage of that. Right, of the weak division. That's right? how the they fact would... that it wasn't a real quarterback within the division. Right. Now it is. Right, right. That, that, that's been, for, for the, the Patriots, that's been a big part of why their record was what it was, is that division wasn't very strong. But now you've got a serious contender in the Bills. The Dolphins are certainly that up-and-coming team growing as well. You might be able to beat up on the Jets, but aside from that, you still have two other teams that are formidable. So when we're talking about, of course, uh, the Patriots, we love talking about conspiracy theories. One NFL quarterback battle with more conspiracy theories than maybe even the JFK. Right? Where's Larry, Ho- where's Larry Hoover buried? I don't know. I don't know even what you just said. Hoffa. There, but, I'm sorry, Jimmy but Hoffa. We, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, that's the other story. What stadium is he? under anyways we'll discuss that coming up more conspiracy theories on what happened in new england after i tell you about dr pepper college football fans after an off season that felt a little more off than usual fansville by dr pepper invite you to celebrate because college football is back and so are the fans yes it's the most wonderful time of the year again the season of saturdays when rivalries run deep and nacho cheese dip runs even deeper so crack open an ice cold dr pepper Warm up your corn, cornhole tossing arm and tossing and return to glory with an all-new season of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Cam Newton puts himself in that situation accidentally or not to violate the COVID protocol. I think we're going to see Mac Jones take over. Mac Jones is right there ready to take the jump. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's do it. Let's talk conspiracy theories. Let's just keep just pushing this and pushing it and pushing it. Because it's so fascinating to discuss what we're seeing. Well, we what got happening the inside. We got the guy to talk about it. And that's absolutely you right. Know, all the so Jedi mind tricks. Let's just go right into the heart of it with Rob Ninkovich, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline, two time Super Bowl champion, certainly understands the way, the Patriot way. All right, Rob, uh, deal, just bear with me for a second because Wednesday was, you know, the day that everybody just fawned over Mac Jones and what a great day he had. I mean, we're talking practice, but still. The, the numbers told you, the performance, everything, even a low five, we're told, from, from Bill Belichick. From the Sith Lord. And then the next day, Cam Newton arrives, right back with the ones, gets his series, plays well. 
Then Mac Jones comes in, and they're blasting music, and it's just everything looked like he was being tested. I feel like this is one of the things, okay, you had a good day, kid. Let's see how you respond to a little bit of adversity, controversy, concern, attention, pressure, all that stuff. Maybe the Giants dial it up a little bit. Hey, Joe Judge, do me a favor. Get your defense a little more dialed up with this kid. Am I crazy to think that that could be part of this just to test the kid a little bit? Look, everything's a test, especially in training camp. You want to test every player that, that you have on your roster, especially when you're a rookie. I think that his two preseason games, he passed those tests with flying colors, running a no-huddle offense in your first preseason game as a professional. I think that that's pretty impressive. I was at the practice where he had a great day, and I can tell you this. His accuracy, his leadership skills, his understanding of the offense, his understanding of the offense and, and going out there and executing that offense is very impressive for a rookie to come in and grasp this offense, understand the offense enough to run a no huddle. I think as a quarterback, no huddle is probably the hardest thing that you can do and the biggest test that you can have. And he did that well multiple times. So Having a down day, there's a lot of factors that go into that. And, you know, I, I was listening to the radio. Someone said, oh, he went 10 for 21, eek. But then he also, then they concluded with uh, there was four drops mm-hmm. and four of those would have been completions. So you go 10 for 20 versus 14 for 20, there's a pretty big difference there. Um, your offensive line isn't blocking for you. I also heard that the offensive line was having a hard time yesterday picking up some things. So... Training camp is, is, is one of those tests that is tr- it's trying to break you. It's hot. Yesterday was in the 90s here. You had a couple joint practices, two-hour-plus practices. So I'm not putting anything into just one practice where somebody said, look, there's, this is not a great day. It's, it's a consistent how, how do you progress through the start of camp to the end of camp. And I think that Mac Jones has solidified himself as – close to the starting quarterback as he possibly can be, especially with Cam missing the last four days of practice. Um, he only threw the ball nine times yesterday. Um, so, so for me, I, I, think that Cam, or I think that Mac has the best opportunity to start. And Cam, wow. look, you, you, know, you know what you're going to get with Cam. You know that he's going to be a guy that runs an RPO offense. You know that he's going to be able to get out of some situations with his feet. But the things that you don't know, is he going to reinvent himself this year as a pocket passer? I don't think that that's going to happen. When you're 32-plus years old and you're playing football, it's not like you're going to be a new quarterback in one season. So um, I do believe that Mac gives the Patriots the best opportunity to compete um, from now for a lot of years to come. And he's the future a lot of the guys on the team that I've talked to said that he has been very impressive. I'm talking very impressive, and not many people can say that about a rookie. Usually they come in, and it's very hard to understand and grasp the offense. He's come in, and he's, under, he's, he's come in and he controls the offense now, which is impressive. All right, Rob, you, you've kind of squelched the fun I was trying to have, but because no. of everything you said, it's actually really interesting that, that point of view you've given because that's also what we've been hearing. That's very consistent with everything that's being said here to the point, like you said, he, he's the quarterback of the future. That makes him the quarterback two, of the two present. Things, two, two things that I've seen that I saw at that practice that I was impressed with. It was seven on seven. They were running against the defense of the Giants in seven on seven. He had one flat ball that was low at the feet of the running back. 
running back caught the ball. But the second he let go of the ball, he smacked his hands together and he hit himself in the head like, dang it, get the ball up. He was, he was, he was yelling at himself like, I got to put the ball on him so he can catch and run. Later on in that same series, he threw a perfect pass low on the goal line because there's two types of throws that you want to make on the goal line, low to the goal line or high to the goal post. Keyshawn knows that. So he threw a perfect ball down low to Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry caught the ball low at his knees, fell into the end zone. His shoulder pad was messed up. Mac Jones didn't do anything but run right to him and fix his shoulder pad. That's like little intangible Mm -hmm. stuff that over time, people see that. He's the first one onto the practice field every day. He runs out. He runs up the stairs. He's the first one onto the practice field. He's warming up for 40 minutes before practice starts. Those are little things that, as a quarterback, it's infectious to other people on the team. And you start to see those little things. And that's how you build the chemistry on a team to where you're playing for the guy next to you. And you're not playing for yourself. You're just playing for him. I want to be a better teammate for this guy. And I feel like when you watch Mac play he has that mentality he's not satisfied yesterday after practice he said look we got to finish better and it starts with me taking accountability all those things are what you want in your quarterback and so far he's done that well Rob every quarterback that was taken in the first round I'm sure the same thing has been said in Jacksonville the same thing has been said in New York the same thing's been said Mm. in San Francisco the same thing's being said in Chicago that's kind of like the deal right you have to be the first guy out because every quarterback understands that but I think it'll be a disservice to the team to start with Mac Jones because at some point you guys should know better than than most because you guys have a tremendous record against rookie quarterbacks I think starting Mac Jones early on not letting Cam kind of get it started I think Cam gets it started I think Mac Jones takes you to the finish line I just think if he gets out too early teams are going to figure out what he can't do well and then it's going to be too late and he's going to struggle in the middle of the season he's never played this much football ever right we've seen guys come out and look impressive I mean Joe Flacco was impressive rookie to me Mark Sanchez was impressive rookie to me that took his teams to AFC championships but I just think that you know teams will get opportunity to figure him out if he starts this early now you guys have a team that's that can handle Rob, I apologize you won't be able to answer that because we have to get the break but your insight was that's all right Thank you so much. Let me just let me just say let me just I 